Welcome to another episode of Life of an Entrepreneur, which is about my life as an entrepreneur and what I do to run my business, Genflow. If you're new here, my name is Sean Hanif. I'm the founder and CEO of Genflow, a business that I started almost six years ago, and I help creators, the people that you follow on Instagram, on YouTube, on TikTok. I help them make money, and we work with some of the biggest people in the world, from Logan Paul, KSI, to some of other amazing creators. So, for today's episode, I'm focusing on the lessons, the five lessons I have learned as being an entrepreneur, but I've got to warn you, this is not the kumbaya stuff that you hear on Instagram from the gurus and everyone else these days who are trying to sell you some bullshit. I'm going to give you the honest truth. You may get offended. You may not like some, but just to be real with you is all I'm here for because this shit ain't easy. Being an entrepreneur is a way, is, you're a different person than most civilians if you're an entrepreneur if you're a true entrepreneur so anyway let's get into this episode hi i'm sean hanif and you're listening to life of an entrepreneur okay so the very first lesson and it's already probably going to make you think what the hell the first lesson of entrepreneurship i have learned and i've been an entrepreneur since i was 11 years old is that don't be humble. This whole thing that you should be humble about what you're trying to do, how you come across, the fact that you're trying to make money or you have made money is the thing that pisses me off the most. Because it's like saying, spend all your life, imagine you're an athlete, spend all your life training to be a footballer and then when, you, when you're there at the moment of becoming the best footballer in the world or you play for one of the best teams in the world, then don't talk about it. Don't make people realize. Score a goal and be like, oh no, I don't want to celebrate because I want to be humble. I don't want to showcase what I'm about. That's exactly what it's like in entrepreneurship. This idea of that you should be humble is the opposite of what I believe and one of the biggest lessons I've learned because every time I've listened to that, it has never been the right thing. There has been so many times over the years where I was in a meeting with a client and they were getting, you know, and they're saying X, Y, Z to me and I was humble. I stayed quiet. I didn't say what I wanted to say. I didn't speak my mind, even though I was right. There's a matter of times with team members, a similar situation, where someone's educating me on something that I have done 20 times before. But I'm not expected to say something back because, you know, you got to be humble. And it made me realize very recently, and that's why I'm putting it as a lesson and number one on my list, because being humble is a weakness when it comes to business. Because you're here you decided to be an entrepreneur. You decided to do something which 99% of the world, including your family, including your friends, including people that you love, they don't have the confidence to do so. So if you have decided to do something, you need to be damn sure you don't start behaving and start doing the things that everyone else is doing 
because you'll be exactly like them and you will not be able to succeed because being an entrepreneur is so hard as it is that if you don't do everything as you want to, you will start to naturally fall behind to what you are trying to achieve. You have to think you know the most when it comes to the things about your business. Because if you're not an expert in your business, what are you an expert in? It's simple as that. And it, this, this idea of other people know more than you, or other people know what's best for your business, will never ever be true. If you are weak in something, it's your responsibility to go and learn those skills. So you can protect that part of your business. You can really think about every single thing about your business properly if you have enough knowledge. So there isn't anything in Germflow that I don't have knowledge over. When it comes to creating a shot list for a campaign, when it comes to how you should develop something, when it comes to how to submit an, uh, an app on the iOS store, or when it comes to how do you build a financial model, or when it comes to how to create a reel, whatever the thing is, I have enough knowledge on how to do it myself, how to run a TikTok ad on TikTok's ad manager, etc. So I think you get the idea. Obviously, as a person, you should be humble, you should be nice, respectful and all that stuff. Don't get it twisted. I am not saying you start screaming and shouting and slapping people. What I'm saying is you're not humble in the way you operate your business. You don't apologize for trying shit. You don't apologize to having standards. You don't apologize for expecting certain level of dedication and focus and commitment. That's what I mean, don't be humble. Say it. When someone's bringing you a half-assed piece of work, say to them, what the fuck is this? because it's not good enough. Don't be humble in those moments. If you become a leader that accepts that bullshit, your company is not gonna go somewhere. We had a competitor in this very industry, and I've referenced this before on my podcast. And he, when COVID came, I worked my hardest to make sure not one person in the business loses their job. So we keep making money. So what that meant, I slept less. What did that mean? I spent less time with my wife and daughter. What did that mean? It mean I gave my everything to support this business and everyone that works for them. And other people, like one of our competitors, they did the opposite. They gave everyone time off. They wanted everyone to take it easy. They wanted everyone to you know, so much going on in the world right now, work shouldn't be the focus, we should go and like really think about and appreciate our loved ones and all that stuff, which yeah, is great. Two years later, the business is bankrupt. It's just straight facts. Because he allowed that mediocre way of thinking into his business. Because he started accepting people not delivering what they should be. He created the narrative in his own business, which was, we accept things not happening to a certain standard. So don't be humble, be straight up, and you will see the difference in your business. You've gotta be like a manager of a football team who's expecting nothing but the most. You're expecting your players to run the fastest. 
You're expecting your players to score every game. There is no space for complacency. And I wish in entrepreneurship people were more honest about that. These days, everyone wants to support the narrative that take it easy on yourself. It's only easy. And I don't know why everyone's lost the, the, the tenacity that is actually needed to succeed in life in general. And we, we, people are afraid to talk about that. So I want to be very clear. That's my very first lesson. The second lesson that I've learned is that you've got to trust your instinct which is a bit related to the first, but I'll explain what I mean. There'll be many, many things that you're doing every single day. You will have so many different opinions and everything else, but you should always just sit to yourself and just think to yourself, what would you do? And trust your instinct. And the reason I say that is because as your business starts to scale and there are lots of opinions, lots of different ways people want to do things, I got lost in that. And I think trusting your instinct means if no one else was there, what would you do? If there were no opinions or nothing, what would you do? And I think you should really listen to that. Because even if you were wrong, you were wrong. There is nothing worse than someone else being wrong and you were right and you stayed quiet. And there's no point you making the same things that I did to then get to the same realization. You started your business because you wanted to start your business. So you should continue to do things that you want to do. Because ultimately, that's the whole point of being an entrepreneur. You are following your own crazy ideas and trying to prove to yourself that I can pull these off and these are going to make money, these are going to make a difference, etc., etc. So it's super important to completely trust your own instinct over everything else. Because... Like I said, it's your business, so why would you know? And I think a lot of people get stuck in trying to please others. If someone doesn't like your way of thinking, doesn't like your decision-making, doesn't, you'll find people that have agendas that they are going to want their thing to be done because it was their idea, irrespective of what the business needs or anything else. So trusting your instinct is the only way to protect the DNA of your business. The thing that makes your business amazing in 99% would be you, the founder, you as the entrepreneur. So you got to protect that. And by only way you can protect it is by trusting your own instinct over everything else. The third lesson, and again, this has come from what I now see entrepreneurs talk about. Failure is not okay. The amount of bullshit posts on Instagram, which is like, failure, I'd rather fail because, you know, then I learn from it. Failure is something you learn from. It's like, yes, but I'm not too sure why the whole world is glorifying failure. Failure is not okay. There is no reason in the world you should be expecting to fail. No reason. You should be expecting to win. You should be doing every single thing in your power to win. That's the way I work. And that's why I believe I've managed to build a business in the space of time that I have done is because of that way of thinking. I want to win. And that's my thought. If that means I have to work harder, smarter, more, whatever that is compared to the next person, I'm willing to do that because the, I, it's competitive entrepreneurship is a sport like anything else you are competing 
to win. This idea of it's okay to fail is the reason most entrepreneurs end up failing because they've already let their mind subconsciously be okay with the fact that if I fail, it's going to be okay. That does not mean you won't fail. It doesn't mean that I haven't failed. But when I fail, it sucks and it hurts and it's upsetting. And I'm scared of that. That's why I work even harder the next time. So if I've lost a creator, it sucks. This whole thing, failure is okay, I learn from it, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, I, well, you know what I learned? That should have fucking tried harder. That's what I learned. So next time, I'm trying that much harder. You know what I learned? I should have trusted my instinct in that moment and I should have done X, Y, Z. I should have sacked this person. I should have done this. I should have stepped in. I should maybe should have gone with my family that weekend and blah, blah, blah. And I should have been on my desk. So failure is not okay. Never let yourself think that. That's the same as, can you imagine a Formula One driver saying, oh, I came 19th, failure's okay. Great job, me. Next time I'll try harder, but great job. Because you know what, failure's okay. No, there is no one in the world that has truly been successful at anything that was okay with failure. Did you ever see Roger Federer lose a point or lose a set or lose a game? You'd be like, no, it's okay, you know. I failed everyone, but you know, I'm learning lessons out here because, you know, on Instagram I saw that, you know, failure is cool now, you know, let's learn to love failure because, you know, mental health and all this stuff. No, okay, be upset if you fail and that's completely normal because you need fear. I have a fear of failure and that is okay. That's my lesson. I'm just giving you my straight up honest advice to what I believe in. And I think what sets, you know, some of these lessons is why I believe it sets me apart. That I'm not okay with failure. As simple as that. But do I know how to deal with failure? Yes. So let's talk about that. Because don't get it twisted. I'm not saying, you know, you also need to be grown up enough to know how to deal with failure. If you do fail, like I have many, many times. You need to know why you failed. I am super analytical about that stuff. If something didn't work, I pitched a creator recently and they ended up not wanting to work with us. And I kept thinking, why? Why was it? What did we do wrong? Why did we fail? And I came to an understanding, which was, I think we focused too much on how much they had to pay instead of how much they would make. And we probably messed that up in the whole, you know, in the meetings and the pitch phases and whatever that I was going through. So I'm super analytical about it because I don't want to make the same mistake again. So, you know, you need to learn how to deal with failure. There's one rule, though. You cannot take things personal. And you know what? I'm going to make that into my fourth lesson. Because nothing in business is personal. And you, you need to know mentally where to draw that line. And this is the thing that people make the biggest mistake on. Because the moment something doesn't work out, people take it personally that there's something wrong with them. So if you lose a client or something doesn't go right, people think, what's wrong with me? Why am I not good enough? I have never, ever taken anything personally. And I think it's about a mental thing. This comes from my, one of my personal values, which is I don't care what other people think of me. 
I don't care what someone else's opinion is on something because I'm so sure about my own that it doesn't affect me. So, you know, you can't ever, what someone else thinks of you, affect you in any way possible. And it's one of the biggest lessons I've learned is that, and I've had this a lot even with employees, like, you know, if, if someone brings me some work and I say, this is not good enough, so everyone's natural first thought is, so you're saying that I'm not good enough? And it's like, no, no one said that. You're a great person. No one's ever said anything about you. This piece of work that you did, though, was pretty shit. That means you have to deliver better work. And just knowing that means that no one can hurt you from their comments. So you don't take anything personal. It's just business. People will come, people will go. Clients will come, clients will go. You'll have good months, you'll have bad months. It doesn't necessarily change who you are as a person and your ability. It just means you've got to learn from it. You've got to keep pushing forwards and you've got to keep delivering results. And the very last lesson, being an entrepreneur, that it's about money. And again, so many people talk about changing the world. I just want to help people. I want to do all this stuff. And you know, who doesn't do that? Who want to do that? Is there a person in this world that doesn't want to help other people? Is there a person in the world that wouldn't want to solve the world's problems, hunger, kids dying, whatever? Is there a person in the world that generally, you know, wants to not do good by others? In the normal sense, in, in, in normal people, that's your natural, organic way of thinking. But in business, after all that stuff that everybody wants, there's only one thing that matters, and that's money. And again, the biggest lesson I'm saying that because you need everyone in your business to understand we're here for money. I have to I have been through so many iterations in my business now where I've had to like say, like, by the way, we're spending money here. Remember my money? The thing that we make, the thing that everyone gets paid from, everyone then pays the bills from, everyone goes and lives their lives from, you know, money, that thing. Yes, we care about that here. And we need to make it. And this is how we make it. So when you're deciding to change your plans to do something, we make less money. So don't forget about money. Or when you're going and spending money, which is the company money, that's important because money is important. So the reason I'm saying it like that is because as your business scales, you will start to lose the value of money. But it's very, very important to not let that happen. And understanding that money is the only thing that's going to make your business successful in reality. Every other metric is fine. You want to have more followers. You want to have more. You want to have a bigger brand. You want to get the best customers, the best clients. All that stuff is valuable and is legit. But it fundamentally comes down to money. Be fascinated with money and understand your money. How much money is in your bank account? How much money do you expect over the next three months? How much are your creditors, people that you need to pay money to? How much money is expected for you to come in? Can you pay all your rent bills and all that stuff comfortably? Your money management and your love for money is going to be the thing that's going to help you make more money. So start to love money and be open about talking about money within your business. Tell your whole business how much money the business makes. Tell everybody. Tell them what's good. Tell them what good looks like. Tell them what bad looks like. Tell them if there's an issue. Just this lesson of people conceal money. I've interviewed people in such senior roles. And when I asked them, what's the revenue of the business? Oh, yeah, they never told us that. It's like, 
How? How? How is anyone ever going to build a business if they don't understand how much money this business makes? It's crazy to me. So don't make that mistake. Love money. Tell everyone about else about the money, and tell everyone these are the money we need to make. So everyone gets paid and everyone is happy here. If this shit don't work, we're all going home. Simple as that. The amount of interviews I do, and I'll say interviews again because I'm always just, yeah, you know, the company just went under, so I'm looking for a new role now. I'm like, yeah, but you were there. Did you not realize? No, they didn't really tell us much. Yeah, but fine. But surely you would realize because were you making any money? But it's very easy to work out if a company is making money, right? There's many ways to work out if the business you work for isn't making any money. So for me, just get fascinated with money. And I just can't believe I'm saying it because it seems so obvious, but you'll be surprised. And I'm sure if you're listening to this and you're a founder today, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about because it's the thing that only you worry about and you never share that with others. And that's the mistake I'm telling you not to make. Share it, love it, and everyone together try to solve it. Um, anyway, look, bit of a different episode, but kind of just felt like after seeing everything I see online and everything these days, just want to be a bit more straight about entrepreneurship. I think it's needed the conversation around the realism of being an entrepreneur that it is hard. You have to be sure in what you're trying to do. You have to have a clear idea on how you want to be and operate to 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 be able to deliver what you want to deliver and deliver, you know, and execute your ideas. And that is not easy. And to do that, you know, you have to make some tough decisions and you have to really focus on what you believe in and you have to really care about the details and you've got to trust your instinct and you've got to really believe in what you believe in. Otherwise, why did you start? Why did you ever take the jump of being an entrepreneur? Which you remember that day when you decided? That was not an easy day. And remember those early days when you were so unsure? And I'm sure you have loads of those days since where you're like, should I really be doing this? Should I just go back to get a job? Am I really going to make this work? You know, I always go back to those moments mentally. The amount of times right now I'm recording this at half 12 at night. I'm currently recording this at half 12 at night because there's no other way. You have to do it the hard way because that's the way you'll separate yourself from everybody else. If it was easy, and these are the moments where I remember why I started. You know, I remember being overdrawn in my bank account. I remember other people thinking I'm not good enough. I remember having all these ideas in my mind but never executing them. But what happened when I started executing them? my life started to change simple as that so when i am tired it's friday i've been working the whole week it's 12 30 a.m but i want to make this podcast because i want to help other people and i just want to share some of this real shit that goes in my head and i want to say it out loud because it needs to be heard simple as that with that being said thank you so much for listening if you haven't made it to the end i super super appreciate it Message me on Instagram if you, if you want to discuss any things that I've said in this or any other things that you want to know about my business. I'll happily try to share as much as I can. But anyway, it is getting late, so it's time for me to go. Make sure you hit subscribe, and I'll see you in the next episode.